Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure and stay with us. Coming up later in the show, Congressman Kelly Armstrong is going to join us. We have a fascinating conversation about putting money back into your pockets and wait until you hear how much it costs you and I, the taxpayer, to bring Congress back for that Saturday vote, thanks to Speaker Pelosi, on the post office, which he knows is going nowhere. It is an absolutely stunning number, so stick around for that. All right, as you know, last night was night one of the GOP convention. Tonight, obviously, is night two. Melania Trump is going to be the closing speech tonight. should be fascinating to see what she has to say, but a lot of tremendous speakers last night that I thought really just had a great message to talk about bringing our country together, making and keeping America great, and really just the love that we have for this beautiful nation, this beautiful country. One of those speakers that really jumped out to me was a Cuban-born immigrant, Maximo Alvarez, and he talked about how, look, he's seen what communism does to a nation when being in Cuba, Fidel Castro, and what it means to him to be in America today. I wanted to share with you a little bit about what he had to say. My parents only wanted one person to decide my fate, me. Not some party member, not some government official, not some bureaucrat. Right now, it is up to us to decide our fate and to choose freedom over oppression. Freedom over oppression. Absolutely love that. If you haven't seen his speech, please do yourself a favor. Go online and check it out. Just very, very moving to see his love for our great nation. All right. Earlier today, I had an outstanding conversation with Laura Trump. She's obviously the daughter-in-law of President Donald Trump, uh, but also one of the advisors for the Trump 2020 campaign. Here's my fantastic conversation with Laura Trump. Laura, welcome to Point of View. Great to have you with us. Great first night of the GOP convention last night. I'm curious for you, what was your highlight from the evening? Oh my gosh. Well, it's hard whenever you help plan something like this to have a, a, a true highlight. Obviously, I loved hearing my brother-in-law speak. I uh, really love how Tim Scott rounded out our evening. And, and I think, you know, to hear his story, to hear that him say that in a generation his family went from cotton to Congress is, I, I mean, mm. it's truly the tale of the American dream. Um, and, and so I, I really was impressed with so many of our speakers last night. Maximo Alvarez, who was a Cuban immigrant, talked about his past uh, and, and the fact that he's lived in a socialist country and he knows the promise of America and why we have to keep this country the America we've always known. So we hope to have inspiring and, and impressive moments like that every single night. Um, Obviously, my husband is speaking tonight, so that'll be something that I want everybody to look out for. I think you'll be very excited to hear Eric Trump. So I, I want to know since you've been playing this, which, by the way, I thought Maxim Alvarez was just absolutely fantastic, so heartwarming. It was just incredible, and obviously the Latino vote, very important. But so for your husband, as he's going through this, have you seen his speech? Can you give us some, some hints as to what we're going to see tonight? Yeah, well, I think the great thing about the Trump family is maybe we can personalize this a bit. Maybe we can show people the, the president that possibly they don't know out there the man that Donald Trump is. So I think you'll hear a little bit of that in his speech tonight. Uh, but his speech is very uplifting, uh, talking about why we are the greatest country in the world. And of course, highlighting so many of the great accomplishments of this man. But again, reminding people Donald Trump didn't need to do this job. He was successful and famous and had everything 
before jumping into to the race to become president of the United States. And when you look at really the way he's been attacked and 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 how much he's lost in many respects, but he continues to fight for the American people. Uh, my husband will also address that as well. And I don't think it's something that people often consider or, or remember, uh, but it's certainly worth noting. So, uh, so tune in tonight. I think you'll be excited. You know, I want to ask you about that um, because you've obviously known President Trump for quite some time. We're in Trump land here in North Dakota and Minnesota and Montana. And I think many people in our audience right now wonder, how does this man, he does this for free, you know, he says in interviews how he goes, like, I do interviews with these mainstream media guys. They have fire coming out of their eyes at me. <laughs> but yet every day he gets up, I think he's very gracious at these pressers. He always seems to have a smile on his face. Like, help us understand how a guy can get beat up day after day after day and yet just keeps fighting with a smile on his face. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I remember back to uh, many years ago before my father-in-law officially decided to run for office. And I think like so many of us, he was very frustrated uh, with the direction in which this country was heading, with our leadership, with so many political elites, if you can call them that, in Washington, D.C. Um, I truly think that there, in many respects, is a bigger power at play here. I think he was a man that was chosen for this job, quite frankly, mm. by a higher power. I think it's it's hard to think of a way that he would been, have been able to withstand all of the incoming and still, by the way, accomplish as much as he has. But truly at the end of the day he loves this country um and and he's willing to do just about anything to protect our freedoms and the opportunities that we offer and you can never find these same things in any other country in the world we are a special country we are the most exceptional nation in the history of our planet um, and he wants to maintain that and he wants to keep that. So he fights every day for the American people, uh, like so many of us, just being tired of seeing the wrong direction uh, in which we were headed for, for so long. You know, I asked Don Jr. this uh, last week, so I'm going to ask you as well. I mean, here you have a man who, again, ha I call him a happy warrior. He's out there trying to make America great again. And yet the press seems to have just this vile hatred for him. Can you explain that? Well, look, he doesn't play their game. Uh, he is not a traditional politician. And I think in many cases, you know, he is exposing the swamp. He is exposing the political elites in Washington, D.C. Uh, he's exposing many of the mainstream media outlets that have not been reporting the news. They have been giving you their opinion and manipulating things for, for a very long time. So whenever you pull the lid off of that can of worms, it, it causes a lot of issue and they don't want that to happen. Um, you know, you don't you don't fight the swamp without them fighting back. And this president from day one said he wanted to drain the swamp. He does not take money from lobbyists, special interest groups, <clears throat> never has, never will. He fights and works on behalf of the American people. And there are a lot of folks out there that don't like that and find that frustrating because it's not the, the game that they've played for so many decades. Speaking of the swamp, and I've seen some of your Twitter videos regarding uh, Speaker Pelosi, I want to share with you something. Speaker Pelosi yesterday was on MSNBC talking about mail-in voting. I want to share with you this clip and then get your reaction on the other side. We take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution from all enemies, foreign and domestic. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution uh, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue with their allies in the Congress of the United States. The Speaker of the House just called the President of the United States a domestic enemy. Your reaction? 
Yeah, well, that's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, it's interesting because the entire time that this president has been in the White House, you'll see if you look back that all of the things the Democrats have accused this president of doing, they themselves, in fact, have done. Uh, so I would point everybody in that direction. I will tell you that this is a president who wants a free and fair election. He wants everyone to get one single vote and wants every person in this country to, to vote one time. Unfortunately, the system that the Democrats are proposing with, with less than 90 days to go until a presidential election is ripe with voter fraud. The idea that we're just going to mail out ballots across this country without knowing who receives them, without knowing who returns them, without knowing if these people then go into a polling location and vote a second time, it is ripe with voter fraud. So this is a president that, that has called for it to be fair and accurate from day one. I'll point everybody back to 2016. Remember when they told us that Donald Trump would not accept the results of the 2016 election, seems like the Democrats still have not accepted those results. <laughs> so I would point everybody in that direction. Great point, Laura. I want to be respectful of your time. I know we have you for a limited time. So last question, you talked about how you've been planning this, your husband's speaking tonight, Melania Trump's going to be the closer, our great first lady from the new White House garden. Um, what, what should we be looking for tonight? Please share with our audience. Well, I think that, you know, our, our whole goal with every night of this is to provide a very uplifting, hopeful, inspirational message. I think to contrast last week that the Democrats sort of left everyone depressed and, and with a sad vision of America and an America in which no one really wants to live. So you'll hear the first lady tonight and, and subsequently uh, Vice President Pence on Wednesday and then the president on Thursday talk about the hope of America, talk about the, the vision for the future, that means that every American gets their shot at the American dream. Uh, the first lady, I think, is going to have some very personal stories tonight uh, from, from individuals across this country who have directly been helped by the policies of this administration that she has been involved with herself personally. So stay tuned for that. I think it'll be very uplifting. Uh, and, and, you know, that's our goal. We want everybody to remember we are the greatest country in the world, and we should be proud of that. Laura, thank you for being a happy warrior. Thank you for all the hard work you've been doing for our great nation and for this convention. We look forward to having you back soon, okay? Thank you so much. Great to be with you. Great to be with you, too. All right, stay with us. We've got a lot more coming up. Laura Trump, their advisor to the Trump 2020 campaign and President Donald J. Trump. We'd love to know your thoughts, what you had to share there. Please email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We've got much more coming up right after this.